Welcome to our podcast, The Third Option. In a binary world that's caught up in right versus wrong, left versus right, and good versus evil, we see the love of God as a third option. I'm Rick Manis. And I'm Judy Manis. Join us here every week for conversations about the magnificent love of God that we believe can and will change this world. Enjoy! Today we have a special guest to talk with us about how the love and grace of God applies to health and healing. Our friend Katie uh, has walked through a difficult diagnosis with an autoimmune disease. She's almost died more than once. And she's going to talk about how she approaches her healing with the Lord as her primary care physician and how she lives a fulfilling and overcoming lifestyle today with God's grace as her guide. Listen in. You're going to love this. We have a special guest with us today and a special topic today. We do. We we have Katie Roof with us, and this is uh, a celebrity interview that we're having here today. <laughs> Katie Roof. Yeah, and Katie's a good friend it. of ours. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and Katie, you have a, a very... Uh, beautiful and interesting story of uh, a journey of health and healing and uh, your personal walk with God. And we uh, we want people to hear your story. We think it's beautiful and powerful and it really reveals the goodness and uh, love of God with our, with our faith that we uh, all deal with. We all walk with day to day. Yeah. I mean, our podcast is always about, it's, about the third option, which really is the love, the unconditional love of God, the grace of God. And it sort of keeps us from taking sides, like it's always this way, or you're right if you do this, and you're wrong if you do that. It's it's very much um, a third option of looking at things in our lives, like our health, and, um, and, and sort of navigating it with the love of God and how that makes a difference. So um, yes. I know a little bit about your story, but we're hoping our listeners can can hear a little bit about it. Um, you know, I've known you, um, wow, probably back in 2009, 10, I think is when I went to the same church that you went to. And I know you as a very... You were very healthy, vibrant, um, accomplished woman. You are a mother, a grandmother, and uh, you were in this uh, similar industry that I was in as far as, you know, acting and doing some modeling. So you were just like this healthy <laughs> example. Yeah. And then one day you are having some health issues. So I'll I'll let you take it from there and and – just feel free to go. Just tell sure. I, w- I feel like I was living the good life, you know, as you said. Yes. You know, I had so many friends. I had a church family, leading Bible study, acting family. Uh, there were so many good things about my life, and I didn't take that for granted at all. I was so appreciative and uh, especially because I feel like the Lord put us in a good place and we had a church family 
and the teachings of God's grace and his unconditional love. So that, I think, prepared me in so many ways um, to face what I was going to face. And what happened was it was probably around April 2010, I started having just these mild symptoms of a rash on my hands. And I thought maybe it was from the sun or, you know, an allergy. So I kept trying to treat it. And finally, I had to go to different doctors. And and uh, the symptoms, you know, were gradually getting worse. There was starting to be like pain in my hands, the rash was on my feet, um, and, you know, time is just ticking along. We're going into weeks now of these symptoms, seeing different doctors, and really no answers uh, to what was going on. And um, I think this per- persisted about three months, maybe. Mm. And so one of the things that my mother mentioned to me uh, was, could this possibly be related to the breast implants that you had? And I said, well, I don't know. You know, I have no idea, but I can check into that. And thank God, my mom is a godly woman. She hears from him. (laughs) So I I may not have even thought about that at that point um but i feel like that was a pivotal time i feel like i had to surrender to the lord because i didn't know what was going on and i was Mm -hmm. starting to get scared and Mm -hmm. i remember i had just got real quiet and i said okay i have to go with a choice here that third option, right? And I remember praying and I said, okay, Lord, I'm going to appoint you my primary care physician, my healer, my comforter, and I'm asking you to direct my path and show me what to do. And I'm going to trust you no matter what. Um, So I think that was the most important decision I made. And uh, even though there were times of fear, you know, I could lean back on the Lord and say, okay, I told you I would trust you. Uh, help me to do that. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I feel like he, he has directed my path. He still does that. Because that's my mm-hmm. attitude towards him as far as my mm-hmm. health. And uh, so, as you know, you know, I had to address the issue with the breast implants. And by the point I had uh, taken care of all of that, I was close to the point I feel like I was going to die. And uh-huh. I do believe had I not uh, pursued that, I wouldn't be here today. 
I feel like had the Lord not directed me to the right provider, I wouldn't be here today uh, because I knew that was going to be pivotal to whatever else was going on in my body and the only way that could that it could heal. And mm-hmm. um, I just remember, you know, thinking about the Word of God and what the Bible says and about how, you know, he created our bodies and uh, he created them to be, to heal. And, you know, the cells yeah, are made yeah. mm-hmm. to heal themselves. So, like, when we have a wound or we get sick, you know, there's, ways that our body can heal itself so I knew I had to you know that be a part of my health care path right so you were really um, an advocate for yourself your your for your own um health healing you you were well the Holy Spirit was advocating for you it is right. a better way of saying it yeah right and uh I feel like, you know, at that time, I didn't know anybody else going through the same thing that I did, and it was very hard to find providers that would even acknowledge that there was a problem, and so it was really, uh, uh, like you said, I had to be my own advocate and find out what the truth was, so I, I remember one time I was, I was definitely in fear that day and I had gone to see a chiropractor and a bionutritionist who really they were wonderful in helping me and they knew the Lord and I walked into that office and I remember the receptionist there uh, she looked at me and she said oh she's like she grabbed my hands and she said I just want to tell you something. You have facts. You know, you have this diagnosis, you have symptoms, um, and you have the truth. And that truth is God's word. But remember this, she says, truth always trumps the facts. That's good. Yes. So facts are things you see, uh, you know, you sense uh, that those diagnoses that we never want to hear, um, but we have the Word of God, and that is where the truth lies with that. Um, mm-hmm. And as you know, things got worse even after that, and that's when I uh, I got a diagnosis of scleroderma. And I was so opposed to that word and any labels. That's just how I was. I don't, I don't like labels on myself. I don't like to mm-hmm. put labels on other people. Um, you know, for instance, a diabetic. I don't like to call you a diabetic. I like to say you're suffering from diabetes. You are not that. <laughs> So right, um, your identity. Right, right. So as things got, you know, worse, uh, 
you know, that there were a lot, there was a lot of conflict in my mind. I knew the word. I knew how to pray for people for their healing. Uh, but I really had to ask myself, okay, Katie, what do you believe about healing? And what does the Lord say about that? And so I had to, you know, go back to the Word, remember what he said. And at that time, I had my mother with us because she had to help me out quite a bit. And Mm -hmm. she had listened to Andrew Womack on his teaching series about healing and health. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you've ever read any of Andrew Womack's um, books. I mean, it really made me think about, you know, what does the word say? And in, in one of his books, he talks about God wants you well. And here I was sick. So I had to believe that, you know, a lot of people will say things when you're sick um, that perhaps that this is God's will or perhaps this is um, a lesson you need to learn in life or maybe it's a result of your sin or it's a punishment for your sin, or maybe it's karma, some would say. And mm-hmm. I knew I rejected that, you know. I, I didn't really believe that, but I had to find out, you know, what he was saying about healing. And mm-hmm. and what about the grace in healing? You know, we had spent many years hearing the message of the finished work of Christ, of the Lord's grace. And but how does that apply to myself and my my physical being? And I believe that the Lord prepped (laughs) he prepared me for what I was gonna go through. And, and in that, you know, it was very difficult at times where there was time, times I couldn't pray even. And, but I knew others were praying and I knew that his word kept coming back to me and, and, you know, just remembering, uh, the scriptures, it just gave me just a peace and a comfort, and the grace to go through it. Mm-hmm. It and, must have uh, been a bit of a, a dissonance to be suffering so acutely physically mm-hmm. and then looking at the Word of God and even maybe feeling the peace of what the Word of God was ministering to you but you have these two almost opposite things happening at the same time right is that like kind of accurate yeah 
Yes, I I believe so because uh, you know I knew that the Lord heals and and I I re- even remembered uh, when my dad was terminally ill and I was just you know I wanted to make sure that my father understood that that the Lord. Uh, can heal you. And I asked him, I said, Pop, I said, do you believe God can heal you? And this is back in 2002. And my dad said, yes, either way, I am. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. What? What does um, that mean? <laughs> yeah, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't know what that meant back then. And it has become uh as as I've gone through this journey of healing over the course of time, I believe that either way I am healed. It's done. Okay. And yes. you may not good. see it. <laughs> we may not yes. see it, we may not feel it, uh, but it is done. Yeah, I, I I like that you said that because it gets down to God is the source of life um, in this yeah. body and in the next. Uh, it was, it's still that same source. And so right. uh, there is life and, and healing to receive. And what I'm hearing, uh, one of the big things I'm hearing as you're talking is the goodness of God being all over your life in so many ways, even in our weakness, even when we get afraid and when we don't know what's going on and but you, I see how God, you know, had prepared you um, with your relationship with him. And that's why it's always good for people just to, to know the goodness of God, that he's good, that he's for you. He is our healer. He's our, he's our really everything. We could see it. And even right. how he, he moved through your mom to, to speak uh, the truth that needed to be heard is he was just being good in so many ways. I think a lot of times people can get overwhelmed with the the facts, as you say, or the the circumstances that they're dealing with. Mm -hmm. And, um, and it's tempting for, to to look at those things and it pulls you away from how good God is, uh, has been and is, is being to you now. I know when I went through the hardest thing that I ever went through in life, I talk about it now and I say, but God was was good to me. That's all I can tell you is that He was still being good to me because He was alive and He was with me and He was He was helping me in my walk. He was counseling me. He was leading me. And and uh, uh, we're so happy to see that we love your story because we see that all the way all all the way through that. I do. I do think that sometimes people get stuck in that place of. Well, if God loved me, why am I sick like that? Mm-hmm. And it kind of blocks the 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 um, consultation. You know what I mean? It blocks it's like really receiving how we're going to walk through this because right. you're kind of I don't know stuck, maybe angry, maybe um, discouraged because you don't understand. Instead of just like okay, let's now walk forward. Like let's deal with this now with God. Yeah. It, and it's not right. like you really don't struggle that much with that because of 
how you were already set up um, to understand the the um, the grace of God, the grace the of, God, of God. You know, the years that you spent learning and and sitting under teachings of the finished work of Christ kind of put you at a place that when this challenge came, you could at least uh, deal with it, you know, and, and question it. Okay, right. Lord, here I am. Where does grace come into this situation? Uh, right. As opposed to just being like, whoa, I don't understand anything, and I've, you know, kind of start from scratch. <laughs> yeah. Right. But you were here, and it, you found you – oh, go ahead. Uh, one of the things I I I find it interesting is that you know this all uh, what was triggered was a rare autoimmune disease and as you know autoimmune disease is the body attacking itself right and right. what made me think about what I realized about myself probably maybe. 12 years prior to that was that I had a little bit of a rejection issue. I even had a rejection of self issue. And, and I, I feel like what God was saying in all of that is like, I don't reject you. I love you and I love you just the way you are. And, and I just feel like he has been so good in giving me the grace even today, you know, because health challenges are not uh, a one-time thing in your life. Usually it's a, it's an ongoing thing. And, and I feel like when I, when I started telling my, story and sharing it, I feel it's even more important for people to hear because now we have COVID, right? And now mm-hmm. our health is a challenge to all of us. Mm-hmm. And, right. and if there's anything that I would advise, you know, people that are going through that is First of all, just to trust God, and and I even have encouraged some people to say that prayer. Just say, okay, I don't know, but you are my healer. You are my comforter. You know, just say that that prayer to the Lord and just ask Him, you know, to to help you because we're all going to take different directions, right? Um, right. And we're all going to deal with fear, uh, but I feel like the Lord has really uh, given me a peace, even it, with my life and whether I live or die, uh, I have a peace now, you know, because I was pretty close a couple times, so, <laughs> you know, uh, and, and just the Lord continues to bring people that are going through similar things as I am uh, just in my path. And and every time that happens, I'm like, Lord, you're so good. This is not an accident or coincidence. There is purpose in you turned 
what was meant for bad and you turned it to good for those that love you. And uh, I just, the, the thing is, is, you know, I always looked at life with those rose colored glasses, you know. And for a while, you know, when I was going through the hardest of times, sometimes I'd take those glasses off and think, oh, this is terrible, you know. <laughs> and you can, you know, a lot of people even say that today, you know, with things going on with the pandemic and just all kinds of stuff going on in the world. But uh, my mom once said to me, she's like, it's okay to put your rose-colored glasses on because those rose-colored glasses are the word of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And it is. And your mom's green white rose. Yes. Ready? Yeah, is it? Yes. So oh, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's good. That's sweet. <laughs> and that's so... really good, Katie. Even when we're looking at the, the, the situations that often uh, are not going to be good, God is still good, and there's always yes. going to be his goodness upon our lives. If we'll look, we can see it, you know, and that's what I, you know, the rose-colored glasses it's real. It's not looking at a lie necessarily. It's not you're not taking yourself out. You're you're choosing to also look at the whole picture. And God is in that picture. And God is good. And He is our healer. Right. Amen. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> I love that, Katie, because um, just the inclusion of the goodness of God. It's hard in the middle of a um, a challenge to then try to start believing that God is good. If you if you don't already aren't already convinced in your heart, it's a real struggle during a you know a trial or a tribulation or a big challenge in your life to then all of a sudden try to be convinced of His love. I mean, we can always say you're loved, you're loved, but it's a it's a convincing deep down in your heart of I believe this. No matter what I see, I believe it, and I know it to be true. Right. Yes, God is good. And I feel like he He showed me that during all those years of, uh, you know, learning about him and praying, and, and I just saw his goodness, and and then when you go through something devastating, you have a choice, you know, to make. Do you still believe he is good? And he mm-hmm. is. He is so good. Yeah. We, um, not only do we love your story, but we love you. And for those that don't know you, Katie, you know, as you, you've dealt with this one particular thing. We, we all deal with so many things in life. But we always see you with a glow, with a smile, yeah, a with smile. a great outlook. And no one would know you were sick. No. Like, no one would know because of your twinkle in your eye and you're um, always gracious and, and open to uh, meeting people. I think you even once told me a story about a healthcare person. You walked into the office and she thought you weren't, you know, you didn't even have anything because she said, whatever you're doing, oh. keep doing it because you look so good. 
<laughs> Do you know that happens all the time? All the time. <laughs> I hear that. And uh, what started to amaze me because, you know, when I was really sick, uh, I just was very self-conscious of some of the physical things that were happening in my body. And yet uh, when I'd meet other people, I just felt like the joy of the Lord just came upon me and and <laughs> people didn't even notice some of the physical wow. changes. They never guessed. And I said, Lord, that's how I want to live. I oh. want to live with that joy uh, and not let them um, see you know, even though see the pain, you know, sometimes it's okay to share the pain, you know, the Lord right. <laughs> gonna let us in pain. I think it's sometimes just a testimony if people do see something that's amiss, you know, because of the autoimmune disease in particular. Um but they're going to say, but yeah, look at her. She's smiling and she's happy. <laughs> and I, it's not from my circumstances. It's from the Lord. I, it's yeah. it's okay. because of his goodness, right? Right. That, that's your secret power right there. Yeah, the joy of the Lord when people look, mm -hmm. they're actually um, feeling the joy of the Lord from you that it almost, I forget, yeah. you know, that there's anything even amiss. <laughs> right. Yeah, I like to say, you know, per there is a perfection. It's not the absence of flaws or absence of things gone wrong. It's that perfect God, perfect love in the midst of our lives. And we all, we're all dealing with things. We all have things that we struggle with that would be, that are made better by God being our source and the secret of our success. And yeah. that's what we, we, we see in, in your life. You're a walking testimony and everybody sees that. And uh, like you said, not that we, they can't see some of our struggles that we have in life mm -hmm. as, as everybody does, but even in the midst of that, to be able to see the, the, the power and the strength and the joy and the love that mm -hmm. continues to be in our lives and come out of our lives uh, is, is, it's a testimony to Jesus. It, it really is the testimony of, of uh, the power of God in our lives, in, in the midst of our own weakness. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was just going to say, it's real. Like, it comes from a real place yeah. that's beyond you. So it's not like, okay, Katie's putting on a really good face today, and she's pretending like she's happy when she's really suffering. It's not a phony thing at all. It's just sort of a a spring kind of coming up from out of you. And I love that you were talking about the joy of the Lord because joy is something that is associated with love and with the kingdom of God. Yeah. That joy is a key element. Yeah, and it really is the, the strength in our lives. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Amen. Well, thank you, Katie, for sharing your story with us and with our listeners. We really um, 
are touched by um, your testimony and it's a continuing testimony and and we uh we feel honored to be your friend and to kind of witness oh, uh, all that the Lord is doing in and through you. You bless us. Oh, sure. thank you. And thank you for letting me share my story. And I just pray that whoever is out there that needs to hear it uh, will hear it and receive it. And uh, we're just going to agree that the Lord's got a wonderful plan for our lives and mm-hmm. even with our health. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. <laughs> Amen. Hey, if you've enjoyed our podcast today, please subscribe and consider leaving us a review. And if these conversations have encouraged you, head on over to our website at rickmanis.com. There's all kinds of resources there, so check it out. Have a great day.